Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, the podcast which gives you keys to claiming your personal power. For more than a decade now, I've studied the King, Warrior, Magician, Lover archetypes, and in this time of great turmoil, I will reveal their secrets. My name is Ivan Fingenskjær-Schellum, founder of Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne, and it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Welcome to another episode of Walking with the Archetypes. This is your host, Ivan Figenskjær-Schellum speaking. I am the founder of the Men's Initiation, Reclaim Your Inner Throne. And if I'm huffing and puffing a little bit, it's because it's uphill. The uh, woods are definitely looking very different, day by day actually. And I'm walking on a lot of fallen leaves now, most of them yellow, some brown. Not so many reds yet in the, in the woods surrounding me. But as always, it's just really good to get out. Today, I'm going to speak about alchemy. One of the things that we are doing uh, inside of the Reclaim Unithrone programs is that we're doing deep and powerful energy work. And what does that mean? It means that you expand your capacity to be with the emotion, sensations, ecstatic sensations, without starting to off-gas your, your energy and, and just splitting your attention, losing your presence. Many, if not most people, you know, we haven't trained in... Um, stabilizing our nervous system in uh, removing the various blockages that are stuck embedded deeply into our, our nervous system that keeps us this kind of rigid awkward weird creature and um, and we can train that and gradually come to find more um, ease with the high sensation experiences in life. So this could be, as I said, both on the challenging side of the spectrum and also on the ecstatic side of the spectrum. I think one of the things that people, maybe you don't realize, some people at least don't realize, is that we are averse to deep states of joy and bliss as well. We are equally averse to those as we are to the painful states of intense suffering. So actually what we are averse to, what we are opposed to in some way, is intensity. It isn't suffering as such, it's intensity. Because we haven't learned to be with ourselves in a powerful, grounded, easeful and um, one of the men inside of our membership on Tuesday shared a sweet little story about him and his daughter where he um, basically demonstrated his increased capacity to be with himself and in intensity. And I will be sharing that story in the second part of today's podcast. But that was my inspiration. And um, 
well, nature as well is my inspiration. And before we start here, I'm just going to tell you that I'm stood here up on the hill looking down at the lake with a blazing sun in my face. It's a fucking awesome day. Just so beautiful today. And with that, I feel the scene has been set, so let's dive in. So welcome to this uh, new episode. Uh, we're going to be speaking today about an introduction to a real world alchemy. And as I said uh, just now in the intro, this is, a, um, this is an inquiry that is inspired by a share of uh, a man inside of uh, our membership uh, last uh, Tuesday. And I will be sharing his sweet story in the second part of this. But in this first part, I want to speak more about what it is, this uh, real world alchemy that I'm talking about, and maybe diagnose a little bit why this is important uh, in our life. So I find myself in quite a few conversations online and offline these days. And I can't deny and probably you can't either, that there is a new kind of charge that has entered into these conversations. And as we disagree politically or about vaccines or what's happening in the world, whatever it might be, I see there is a much um, greater tendency for people to fall into trench warfare in relationships. This comes from a lacking capacity of regulating my nervous system. And this is where the practice of alchemy comes in. So, of course, initially, alchemy, the way that you've come to know it through movies and through various mythical narratives, was about changing um, lead to gold. But the deeper esoteric meaning, as you may also know, is that of moving the alchemist closer to, to God, basically, to use the process of alchemy as a refinement of, uh, of the ego and, and, and a moving towards the spiritual. And so inside of alchemy as a concept is the movement towards unity with God, with source, right? This this word alchemy for me has come to, to, to feel like home over the many years of leading Reclaiming the Throne. And it's just the kind of work that I really enjoy because it has um, the most comprehensive impact in terms of well-being that I know. So here we have these people, right? And sometimes I'm one of them, sometimes you're one of them. And you're in some kind of conversation. You're in some kind of experience in your life. And somebody says something, somebody does something, and it pushes up against something inside of you. It creates some kind of clamping down internally, some kind of friction. That friction often brings a level of heat. And so that heat makes us feel angry, irritable, maybe rageful. And so there is a reactivity that enters as this happens. And so when we are in these encounters online, you will a lot of the time feel heat. A lot of the time you will feel inner heat. 
And alchemy, as it's known, happens in a state typically of heat and pressure, right? And this state that you're in, in this encounter, you're worked up about something, maybe let's say it's something vaccine related because that seems to be the big thing that we're worked up about these days. You're, you disagree, right? And there is, a, there is a sense of righteousness that almost immediately is triggered inside of us. Heat expands in our nervous system and it actually is a level of heat, typically, that we're not able to contain because we haven't learned through the practice of alchemy, the refinement of the nervous system, right? And so over our life, due to childhood conditioning, traumas, various bumps and crashes along the way, our nervous system goes into this kind of a natural state. There are kinks in the garden hose, so to speak, so that the energy doesn't flow. And depending on the kind of life you've lived, you have different areas of life where those kinks are more or less frequent. So maybe around issues of power, you have a lot of dysregulation in your nervous system, or maybe your dysregulation is around sexuality. It could be around uh, money, whatever, right? And and as we then, over the years, we build like an identity around this. I actually come to conceptualize myself based on all of these blockages that I have in my energetic body. Where I do not dare go or where I'm not able to go in my inner world emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, because there is a, there's some kind of kink in my nervous system. These are all places where life overwhelms me. And, and this is what's happening so often in these conversations online these days. Life overwhelms me. There is more heat and pressure that I'm able to actually hold within the vessel of my nervous system, right? And so, this is, this is the challenge that we're faced with right now. It is to do some kind of alchemical practice so that the state of our nervous system goes from fight, flight, freeze, um, that sympathetic activation and starts to downregulate towards more tranquility, to more, towards more harmony in the parasympathetic. We need that desperately in the kind of crazy world that we're living in right now. And this is the work that I'm most, most taken by. And so as, as you now, to summarize, have this understanding that the nervous system has places where it's blocked and it has places where it's open. And when life starts to push up against those places, where you're blocked, it actually starts to create friction in your, in your nervous system. And that's where you start to feel activation. And your ego, your defensive ego structure 
is configured around all of these blocks. And so you have come to identify yourself just as I have as this kind of wonky being that has all of these places that I cannot go. And that's where alchemy comes in, in order to start opening up. And that's what this man inside of the membership did on Tuesday. And after the break, I will be exploring with you more the kinds of practices that you can take on, the kinds of encounters, mindsets that you can take on in order to start opening up and expanding. See you soon. So as promised, you can now access the ritual magic of Seeds of Sanctuary in the comfort of your own home. You can play through this ritual at any time and have the kind of experience that more than 50 people had on August the 22nd of rewriting the future. Go to innerthroneacademy.com sanctuary to access this ritual today. For a very limited time period, it is only $19. Okay, welcome back. So in this uh, part two, we're going to be speaking more about how you can actually do this kind of expansion and opening up of your nervous system. But first, I want to share this sweet little story of one of the men inside of our Forge membership. He's been with us now, I think for a year, year and a half, and he came in very shut down, quite timid, not really in himself. And he's been sharing how the, the experience of being a father has been very intense because, you know, his children have a lot of emotions and it's not been easy to be with that. But now on Tuesday, he just shared, it's, it's actually a big deal, but it's kind of subtle and humble when he's sharing it. It was, it was with his daughter. And um, her, her cousins couldn't come with her to swimming practice that day. So she was going to be with, well, on her own. And she was very sad and upset about this because she wanted to be with her, her cousins, her friends, right? And started crying. And, and this man, um, he... Um, he would normally have tried to make her stop crying because her tears caused him distress in his nervous system. He didn't have the holding capacity. But in that moment, he had done so much work that the simplicity of what happened, you know, was simply that he could hold his daughter's emotion. And in that moment, for the first time, he just says, it's okay, honey. It's okay to cry. And just holding her for about a minute and letting her cry until she's done crying and she's excited to go swimming again, right? And this is how the, the capacity of a parent to be in a harmonious state in their nervous system is the greatest gift that we can give to our children, which is it's a challenging message for those of us who are parents. I'm not yet a parent. I probably will be someday, um, is that we are challenged in a deep way, many of us, in these pandemic times. And at the same time, we cannot fall deeply into fear because that fear translates into the nervous system of our children, right? It just does because they're open. They're like open receptacles for this energy. 
So let's talk now about heat. There is a heat in the nervous system that can be summoned through a process of alchemy that actually can purify the channels internally. There is also a heat that can come reactively. It can be a, um, an uncontrolled archetypal activation that sends sort of dragon fire through your nervous system and you start to burn to the ground essentially. And so after you've had some kind of explosion, you become very, very, very small and you regret desperately what you've said and done and you feel self-hatred perhaps and you start with all kinds of judgment. But this kind of regulated fire, you can find that in a ritual context. You can find that in a ritual context. And so one of the things that we like to do inside of Reclaiming a Throne is we like to do breath work. This is one of my favorite ways of, of starting to charge the inner holding capacity. We're just filling with oxygen like you can do holotropic breath work, you can even do Wim Hof breath. All of these breath work types, they will expand your holding capacity in such a way that you have more ability to be with that triggering emotion, those kinds of conflict situations that are very, very common for us now, especially on social media. And to also notice the way that your conditioned self moves as you are in these kinds of triggered situations. So when I say the conditioned self, it's, it's like that part of you that wants to throw out hooks and who is easily hooked because it wants to perpetuate itself. And so imagine that you are in some kind of very provocational um, social media conversation and somebody has put forth some kind of argument about politics or whatever that you find utterly, utterly crazy. And if you don't have the capacity of self-regulation because you've done alchemy, now you're going to throw it back at them. You're going to throw fireballs at them. You, you piece of shit, you're so stupid, whatever, you know, it's like very, very, a uh, lot of arrogance or a lot of condemning words and these kinds of things. This is the, the way that your pain body, if you will, or your conditioned self continues. Rather, Allow the fire, allow whatever activation which is inside of you to actually circulate in the body. Perry Chase talks about eating the energy and I like that a lot. It's this feeling that something is coming towards me but instead of having to like defend, no, and then throw it back with twice as much force, Instead, I just inhale it. I sit with it. I sit in the activation. And I allow that activation to start moving through me, through a, a presencing in the moment.
I can do breath work, but I, I bring my attention to the very center of my, my being. I begin to regulate. I begin to spread this energy in a more harmonious way through my body. And in this way, reactivity is actually transmuted to pure power. And that's the alchemy. And when you have pure power, you don't need to use these hooks anymore. You don't need to throw out hooks and you aren't easily hooked. Which means that the kind of patterned um, relational um, ways that we tend to be with each other when we're, when we're taken by these hooks, when we're taken by these reactive patterns, they, they start to dissipate. And we start to become actually ourselves. You know, one of the things that you will see with somebody who hasn't done this alchemy, who hasn't done this expansion of their energy system, hasn't done this energy work, is that the way that they communicate, the way that they be in their life, is a carbon copy of so many thousands, if not millions of other people. It's almost like they don't have their own opinions. And so you can actually, if you have some capacity of seeing and of presencing, you can actually predict with 99% accuracy exactly what they're going to say and do next. Because it's patterned behavior, because it's determined through the blockages in their energy system. And those blockages again create identity structures and then that creates group identity, hive mind and it's very, very, very predictable behavior. But once you actually start to eat this energy, you don't immediately throw it back. You actually take a moment and you circulate it. You know, this applies to crypto trading and applies to anything that is determined through some level of emotional self-regulation. You know, you come from the activation through to power. And the fire now doesn't burn my nervous system. It actually begins to purify my nervous system. Because it's a fire with focus. It's not a fire that destroys. It's a fire with focus. Which is to say that wherever you're feeling triggered in your life is exactly the place in which you have enormous opportunity to expand your energy system. And typically the places where we are the most hooked in life is around power, sex and money. And this is why the tantric practices are so often associated with these three, right? And so tantric masters typically end up in some kind of scandal with a lot of sex with students. They have a lot of cars in their garage. They have a lot of money like Osho style. This happens a lot of the time because maybe they initially have the capacity to circulate the energy through their nervous system. And maybe one day it became too much. Or maybe we just don't understand the kind of spiritual mastery that they had. And so we're misinterpreting their actions. But this is the tantric path, ultimately. Tantra is some level of alchemy where this fire, this kundalini in some cases, when, when we speak about the 
the tantric practices, this, this fire is the purifying force on the inside. So what I want to give you today is the um, invitation to take all of these triggering situations that you're in in your life these days and, um, and use them as a practice arena. Don't use them as a place to further hunker down in your conditioned identity that is entirely constructed around the blockages in your nervous system. Rather, remove the blockages in your nervous system. Eat the energy. This is how we expand. This is how we come to have the capacity to be with ourselves in an easeful way, even during conflict. And so the people that are trying to hook us into their dominator, perpetrator, victim, whatever system of belief and, and, and behavior, they won't be successful. And this is the only way that we will change the suffering of humanity right now, is if enough grown-up adults develop the capacity to receive other people's anger, frustration, without throwing it back in a weaponized way. We actually just be with it. We eat the energy, we become more powerful as a result, and thus we have ample space in our own interiority, in our own nervous system, to be with each other in our triggered chaotic places so that's the practice that's the practice and if you're interested to explore this kind of practice more with us in reclaiming the throne then don't hesitate to reach out to us on innerthrone.com book a wake-up call and we can talk more about these things i think this is all i have for you today and uh, i believe it's time now to return to nature The sun is still blazing in the sky and the lake is just full of glittering jewels. It's a slight mist as well, strangely. I don't quite understand what I'm looking at. Um, doesn't seem to be the kind of temperature that would cause this kind of mist to hang over the lake. Well, maybe you can tell me. It's about 10 degrees Celsius, blazing, beautiful day, and there's a mist hanging over the lake. Anyway, why don't you close your eyes with me just for a few moments here at the end, so that you can tune in with your nervous system. You've been introduced to some of the basic principles, and... Um, Just notice how this podcast's contents have impacted you. And bring that awareness in under the skin. Bring the presence under the skin. And notice where you might feel that the energy isn't flowing. Where there is a 
feeling of emptiness, where there is a feeling of constriction, compression, there may be a feeling of being cool, and uh, you just don't feel fully connected with yourself. Just feel into those places. And know that if circumstances start pushing energy and attention towards those places in an involuntary way because you're being provoked, attacked, triggered in some way, then this place will kind of blow up and make you do and say things that you will not be proud of. Because you haven't opened that place in your nervous system and so now you will be experiencing a lot of friction that creates a heat that isn't the good kind of heat. And you start feeling all kinds of fire inside that throws you off balance and it just doesn't feel good. So may you bring more awareness into your life as to where these places are and how they are triggered. And that in and of itself will dramatically impact your life in a positive way. I think that's about it. There was a woman here walking up to look at the beautiful view with me. I said hello, but she did not say hello back. That is quite common in Sweden, also quite common in Norway. So I just edited that out and now I'm on my own again. And um, well, it's, it's Friday. So have yourself a great weekend and I will speak with you next week. Bye bye. Thank you for joining me in this week's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you are invited to come walk with me next Friday when we will take another deep dive into the archetypal realms. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive free guide.